The Strategic Living Podcast, episode number 296, Thanksgiving and Gratitude, a formula for a better life and a better world. Welcome to the Strategic Living Podcast, a program dedicated to helping you achieve personal healing, discover your strategic purpose, and lead with maximum impact. Our goal is to challenge your thinking, expand your vision, and awaken the strategic influencer in you. We're glad you've joined us. Now, here is your next level mentor and coach, and the host of the Strategic Living Podcast, Brian Holmes. There are few things in life that will make a greater difference and affect change like thanksgiving and gratitude. In fact, if you want to change a relationship, a conversation, an atmosphere or an environment, or even your own outlook on a situation, well, just express some love and gratitude. It's the week of Thanksgiving here in America, and today I'm going to challenge you to take some time to shift your life and your leadership. Thanksgiving, it really is a formula for a better world. Well, last week, my daughter came by my office to see me. And I, gosh, that's always a treat for me. And she came bouncing in the door with a big smile in her voice saying, Dad, Daddy, they're playing Christmas music on the radio. Mind you, this was a full two and a half weeks before the Thanksgiving holiday here. And I was like, oh, heck no. Come on. Christmas music already? Well, whether your name is St. Nicholas or your last name is Scrooge, we're officially entering the holiday season. In the country that I live in, it is the holidays are often ushered in with what we call Thanksgiving Day. And this is the day we spend with family. We watch a lot of American football, and we make ourselves basically sick eating dishes we don't eat the rest of the year. Oh, Uh, By the way, I forgot, this is also the one day each year when we are supposed to be thankful, express gratitude, and be reminded of our blessings. Well, today I want to challenge that stereotype. In fact, my hope is to get you to rethink the whole thing and begin living a lifestyle of thanksgiving and gratitude. I believe that doing this will change you, and I definitely believe it will transform the world around us. Here's this week's tools, tips, and recommended resources guaranteed to amplify your leadership and accelerate your personal growth. Well, today's tip is a pretty simple one, really, but I want to offer this to you in line with what we're talking about today. I've talked often on the program about journaling daily, but specifically today, I want to pose this tip to you. What if every day when you woke up in the morning, you took out a journal or a piece of paper or a spiral notebook or something, and you answered this question, just this one question every day, what 10 things am I thankful for today? What 10 things am I thankful for today? And you're thinking to yourself, oh my gosh, Brian, I couldn't possibly think of 10 things. I bet you, you could think of 20 or 30 or 40 if you simply took the time 
to ask the question and answer it. We're going to talk a lot more about this in our future presentation, but I'm going to offer this tip. You will fundamentally change your life. You will see your day differently. You'll see opportunities differently. You'll see relationships and people that you deal with on a daily basis totally differently. If you will do this exercise every morning when you wake up, what 10 things am I thankful for today? I dare you. I just dare you to try it. Thanksgiving and gratitude, it is a formula for a much better life and a better world. I don't need to take time, and I'm not going to take time on the program to remind you or to tell you how toxic, bitter, angry, maybe even hate-filled our world is today overall. It's a sad state of affairs, to be honest with you, and it breaks my heart. We struggle Uh, throughout the world, really, and certainly in the country that I live in, we struggle with attitudes of entitlement. We struggle with victim mentality where somebody's always doing something wrong or someone's always hurt out to hurt me. There is a just an epidemic of poverty mindset or scarcity mindset that is rife around the world. We also deal with a very warped sense of what is right and what is wrong. That's maybe a topic for another time, but the truth is it's difficult to keep everything really in perspective. It's not easy to maintain the discipline of a positive, grateful focus. I've had the privilege of traveling abroad, and I've done this over the last 20 plus years, and I've been to 18 countries, and I've seen some things. I've seen, uh, I've seen some things that break my heart. I've seen th- some things that certainly change my perspective. And when you've traveled as I have, and you've been in developing world nations as I have, and you've seen the challenges and the struggles that, that other people have, you realize very quickly that, that your mindset is really far from grateful. Uh, there's nothing that brings this to the front like seeing other people groups struggle and suffer and deal with things that you and I just take for granted The truth is, I think in our culture here, we're more attuned to greed and hardened hearts. We've become very callous, and our grid is skewed and very much in the wrong direction. It seems we have developed in the American culture a non-thankful, a non-grateful attitude towards life in general. I mean, think about it. We're always very quick to complain. We're always very slow to express, to articulate, or to show gratitude. This one kind of nails me, but we fuss over 
the most insignificant things. And we rarely take time to appreciate the very simple things. We, we tend to take for granted so many of God's blessings. And I guess it's the human condition. But we also have a very strong propensity to focus on the bad, the negative, the what's lacking or missing versus what we have present with us. This week, in fact today, as you hear this podcast, happens to be Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving Day, that is. It's, it's built around an historical event concerning our nation. In many ways, the United States of America was birthed at the table of Thanksgiving. I don't know about you, but I'm often guilty of taking for granted so many things, the privileges, the safety, the freedoms, the friendships, the blessings, all the things that I have that I've been given. I'm also quite often guilty of not taking the time to acknowledge or to even share with someone I'm grateful for and fill in the blank. I have to tell you that this time of the year is something that I, I always get a little tender about. Those of you that don't know me personally and just hear my voice here, uh, you need to know that I'm, I'm a pretty tender-hearted guy. I'm, I'm tough. I'm a high D personality style. I'm driven and all those things. But the truth is my heart is, is pretty soft. And today, really in the last few hours, the last few days, I've become more keenly aware of how quickly my heart can slip back into this mode of ungratefulness and taking things for granted. So today, what I'm going to do, and I do this uh, every once in a while here on the program, I want to take a few minutes to lead you by example regarding gratitude, regarding thanksgiving. My prayer is that hearing me from a genuine and a sincere heart offer thanksgiving will somehow strike a chord in your heart and turn up the volume a bit on our avarice and our greed and our lack of responsiveness to good. I'm hoping and I'm praying your heart this week is turned toward being truly grateful. Now, some of you have no idea where to even begin. Maybe it's been a long time since you have taken the time to say the words. And by the way, to be thankful, you have to say words. Maybe it's been a long time since you've expressed your heart. Maybe you don't even know how to open up that heart of yours anymore and show people your heart. Maybe it's been a long time since you've really disciplined your mind to think about what's good in your life. I'd like to suggest to you that there are seven categories where you can focus on being grateful. Let me give those to you right now. Number one, you can be grateful regarding your relationship with your creator, with God. Maybe you are not a person of faith as I am. Maybe you have a different take on the whole higher power thing. Uh, maybe your particular worldview is not inclusive of 
supernatural divine intervention and creation and involvement in your life. I don't know. But I will tell you, for me, it begins with, I am super grateful that I have a relationship with God. Talk more about that in a minute. Number two category is you can be grateful for your health, both physical and mental. You know, in our family, we've had a couple of family members that have had some serious issues with heart disease and stroke and Parkinson's disease and other challenges. And there are friends that I know that are even more my age that have real challenges with their health, both emotionally and both physically. And I I tell you, you talk about taking it for granted, man. Uh, This is one that I don't really think about often enough. The third category is family. Now, there are some of you that don't have great family stories, don't have great family relationships. Maybe you're struggling through divorce. Maybe you're at odds with a child. Maybe your siblings are not super close to you. I I don't know. I mean, that's just the life we live and the world we live in. But I tell you this, family comes in all shapes and sizes. And whether it's biological, extended, or adopted family, I suspect that if you took time, you could find an area or some people or some relationships that would fall into the category of like family to you. The fourth category where you can focus on being grateful is friendships. I tell you what, (laughs) the Bible says a friend sticks closer than a brother. The Bible says a friend lays down his or her life for another. Friendships, we we talk about friends, and we talk about, you know, I have 14,000 friends on Facebook. No, whatever. You are blessed immensely if in a lifetime you can say, I had four, maybe five friends, real friends, deep friends, intimate friends, covenantal friends. And I bet you you have some in your life that you can be thankful for. The fifth category is provision or finances or things. Let's just say things. Do you have a roof over your head? Do you have an automobile to drive or the means to take public transportation Do you have a job or a career or a business or a ministry? Do you have a warm blanket to sleep under at night on those chilly winter nights? I could go on. Do you have food in your stomach? Did you have the opportunity to sit down and eat a couple of meals today? Because let me tell you what, all over the world, there are people going to bed hungry tonight that have eaten have not eaten a meal in days, maybe even weeks. If you start thinking about all the things that we just do second nature and we don't think about, that we take for granted, these are so powerful. You may not be wealthy. You may not have all the money you need or maybe even want. But in the grand scheme of things, you are so blessed and you should be grateful. The sixth category is freedom and safety. Now, I know I'm speaking to people in some countries where there's political unrest and there is 
tremendous corruption and there are abuses and all kinds of things going on. I have uh, people who listen to this podcast in Zambia, in Zimbabwe, in South America, in Central America, in Mexico, uh, in uh, Europe, all over Europe. I know there are varying levels of freedom and safety. But I believe with all my heart, if you take some time, you can find two or three or four things that you can say, I'm thankful for this in this area of freedom and safety. The seventh category that I would recommend to you to be thinking about is that of opportunity. No matter where you live in the world, God has granted you the opportunity for leadership, for significance, for influence, for coming out, for coming up, for impacting, for changing nations. You have the opportunity to be better than you are today, to be more significant than you are today. You have the opportunity in front of you to become a greater expression of what God designed you to be. I look often at this passage, Psalm 103. I'm not going to read it to you, but you might want to go there and kind of take a look at it. Because it really does give us a wonderful track to to start with. There are specific things that David expresses in this chapter by way of gratefulness and thankfulness. And he just does it so beautifully. And I'm going to use that as a template to get me started. And now I'm going to share with you just some of the things that I'm grateful for. And by the way, this... I wrote this very partial list. This is not comprehensive. If I sat for an hour, I could list 100 things that I'm thankful for. But I wrote this list in just 15 minutes. I'm thankful first to God for no other reason than because he's God. He's the one who designed me there's not another one like me (laughs) in fact when he when he got done making me he says yep we're not making another one of those that's unique that's special that's different he created me he he's my leader (laughs) i mean think about it i have lots of people in my life that that influence me but i have the the god of the universe who is ultimately the one who leads me. In Psalm 103, this language is used, I am his possession. I'm the sheep of his pasture. In other words, he he doesn't just own me, he has me. He's responsible for me. Isn't that a relief to know you're not responsible for yourself? He loves me. He's faithful. He's never going to abandon me. I love this part of, of this. It says, he forgives all of my iniquities. Let me put it like this. He, he, he forgives all of my screw-ups and my shortcomings. I don't have to be perfect. I'm so thankful that I don't have to stink and be perfect. He heals all of my diseases. It means my broken heart, my broken life, the wounds I have, the sicknesses, anything in my life, my being, my essence that needs to be healed, he does that. 
There, there's another piece in here that sounds kind of churchy, but it says he redeems me from the pit. Let me tell you what. If you've lived longer than a minute, you've probably had a time in your life where you fell off in the, the pit somewhere. You fell off in the hole. You, you dug yourself a deep one and you just jumped right in. And what's cool is, is that God in his infinite grace and love, he just says, come on, get up out of there. Let's go. You got stuff to do. Come on. You're better than that. He's constantly overwhelming me with kindness and love and compassion. David said he satisfies my years with good things. That means I'm going to have a long life and I'm going to have a lot of good things to enjoy while I'm living that life. Boy, at 50 years old, I need this next one. He says, my youth is renewed like the eagle. Listen, I may be getting older, but I'm still young. I love this one. He's slow to anger. I give God so many reasons to be ticked at me. <laughs> Golly. Every day I screw up. Every day I do things that I know he's going, oh, Brian, come on, man. But he doesn't get angry with me. These are just some of the things that I'm thankful to God for. On a more personal note, in these other categories, I'm really grateful for health. If I have any issues in my body, it's because I just don't take good care of it. But no disease, no sickness. I've got all my limbs. I can, I can still, I'm still strong enough to to hang out with my family and do things and go hiking and enjoy nature. I'm just so grateful that I have my health. I'm grateful that I have a sharp mind. I have not my own wisdom, but I have the wisdom of experience and the wisdom of God. And I have the ability to, to create uh, solutions God's given me the grace of a good mind. I'm super grateful for my wife, my best friend, my partner for life, Sabrina. 29 almost years, 28 and a half, 29 years we've been together. I'm so grateful. Right now she's managing a complete remodeling of our kitchen, and I'm just grateful that she's doing it and not me. <laughs> I'm grateful that she has the chops, man. She has the skill. She has the patience to do things that, quite honestly, are not in my gift set. I'm so grateful for my two kids, for Christian. What a precious heart. What a precious mind and life he is. He loves God. He's a great leader. He has such compassion for his friends and those around him. He's just a great young man. I'm grateful for Abigail, my, my daughter, my singer, my... My worshiper, my little sensitive heart, my baby girl, I'm just grateful. Oh, my gosh. I get to hang out with two kids that are just absolutely insanely awesome. I'm so grateful that after all of my lifetime at 50 years old, I still have my precious mother with me, Evelyn. She is amazing. 82 years old and still going strong, still praying for me, still loving me through my mess-ups. We're closer than we've ever been. I'm just grateful for her. I'm grateful for my in-laws. Now, listen, not everybody has a great relationship with their in-laws, but George and Sadie, 
They're sweet. They're compassionate. They're so generous. They're so supportive. And as they get older and have their own challenges in their their health, I'm so honored to be able to serve them, to love them, to walk alongside of them. I'm just grateful for a precious extended family in my in-laws. That includes my brother-in-law, Timothy. He is a gentle giant. He's hardworking. He's He's such an incredible friend and support to my wife. One of the most loyal men I've ever met in my life. Never, never do you hear a foul word from his mouth. Never do you hear him criticizing anyone. He's so awesome to my kids. So grateful for him. I'm incredibly grateful for Val Kleppen, my assistant, my friend, partner in business, somebody who believes in the work that we're doing. She prays for Sabrina and I. She encourages both of us. She never fusses, well, almost never fusses about anything we ask her to do. (laughs) Uh, She'll get a kick out of that when she hears it. I'm incredibly grateful for Val and for her husband, for their kids, for their family. What a blessing. What a gift to my life. Let's talk about other friends. My gosh. And and I, I, I don't even want to begin listing names here because I'll leave out so many people and if they hear this, they're going to wonder why their names weren't listed. But I, I don't have time to list the great friendships that we have, all of them. But, you know, that Robbie and Tracy, you know who you are. You guys, we've been knowing you our entire married life. And no matter what condition our life is in, no matter what state we're in, no matter where Sabrina and I are in our marriage, you guys are just steadfast. You're rocks. Don and Sally Fuller, the same thing. The Deans, Ray Edwards, my gosh, what a precious brother and friend. Dan Miller, what a great mentor and friend. And some of our newer friends, Scott and Julie, who you heard from Scott Prickett just a couple of weeks ago on this podcast. Scott, I'm, I'm just, I can't say how grateful I am to have someone in my life that just loves me in spite of all of me. You tell me the truth. You speak the truth. You you pull no punches, and we just laugh. We have fun. We cry together. We do life together. For Hugh and Susan and for John and Mary, for Rich and Paige, and gosh, I just I could go on and on and on. You, you guys, those relationships, I am so eternally grateful. Life would not be life without you in it. I'm grateful for my mastermind and my coaching family. And not all these are in my mastermind, but some of them are, and some of them are just friends and coaching friends and relationships outside of that. But in that world, Dean, I love you, brother. Victoria, I believe in you. You're such an incredible example. Maurice, uh, Hope, Mike, Aaron, Uh, I could just go on and on. Paul, all of you, just the people that I do life with and we collaborate with, we encourage each other. I'm so grateful for those relationships. When it comes to things, you know, man, I'm so blessed. We've lived a great life. God's blessed us so immensely. I've got a beautiful home that is truly a sanctuary, not only for my wife and for our kids, but for anybody who comes in, they just comment all the time, what an incredible sanctuary this is. You know, my wife and I have very little debt. 
We've got a couple of great vehicles that provide us transportation. And, you know, we just have everything we need. We just are so blessed. God's given us leadership and influence and favor. I'm grateful that God's given us influence and favor in so many places around the world. I'm grateful for you. Those of you who subscribe to our podcast, to our Monday Mastery, those of you who hang out on our website and get our emails because you're our community, you're our tribe, you're people just like me and and others that I've mentioned here who are just on a path, we're on a journey, man, to become more, to become uh, greater examples in our world of what leadership and what godliness looks like. I'm so grateful for every one of you. I'm grateful to live in a country where I can worship my God and I can lead my family and I can move about and not be afraid of of war and craziness and all kinds of insane things. I'm so grateful to be in a place where I can focus on fulfilling God's plan for my life. I can pursue success and influence without anybody or anything really coming to bear on that. In fact, My success in life is not dependent on anyone or anything except me. No one can arbitrarily put limits or a ceiling on my head. I'm thankful for that. I could go on and on and on. You see how easy this is? If you just take a minute or a few minutes each day to think about what am I thankful for today? It'll make a massive difference in your life. I guarantee it. If you're ready to take your life and leadership to another level and are committed to doing whatever necessary to become the influencer God has created you to be, then you are ready for this week's Influencers Challenge. Well, if you remember last week, we talked about the 30-day positive focus. For 30 days, it was a challenge to do what we're talking about really but on a different scale I want you to focus on that 30 days man 30 days you can change a habit you can change your life you can shift fundamentally everything about the way you see your future so here's my challenge today every day I want you to take a few minutes in the morning to reflect on the things you are thankful for remember the question we asked a while ago This is the deal right here. What 10 things am I thankful for today? What 10 things am I thankful for? Just if you do nothing else but answer that question and journal about that, write it down, think about them. And then I want to challenge you to do this. As you look at that list each day, take a few minutes and out loud, thank God for his love for his provision, for his blessing. Thank him specifically for the things you wrote down. Thank him for your spouse, your kids, the provisions, the friends. Thank him. Just say, God, thank you that you've provided me so many incredible things. I I thank you for Sabrina. I want to thank you that you've given me a wife that loves me in spite of all the nonsense I, I create for her. Thank you, Lord, for incredible kids that that I can love on and to be proud of and just thank you. And man, it's just easy. Just take a few minutes to be thankful. Be thankful out loud. Be thankful. Here's another way you can do that. At least once per day, 
find someone, whether it's in person or a phone call or what, or an email or a text, but find someone once a day that you can express direct gratefulness to. Hey, man, I just want to say thank you so much for being so faithful in the work you do for me. You are you're doing a great job. You really have been so faithful, and you've helped me so much in accomplishing the things that I want to accomplish. I just want to say thank you. I'm telling you, those kinds of things, that kind of a lifestyle will shift everything for you. You know, last week, at the very end of our program, I shared a passage with you, and I feel like it's appropriate again today. Philippians 4.8 says, summing it all up, friends, I say, I'd say you'll do best by filling your minds and meditating on things that are true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly, things to praise, not things to curse. Hey, on this Thanksgiving week, make a decision. You're going to live your life from a place of gratefulness, not just one day, not just one week a year, but I'm going to live a lifestyle of thanksgiving and gratefulness. And in doing so, I'm going to change the world around me. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Strategic Living Podcast. We trust this program has been a valuable resource and has challenged you to take your life and leadership to the next level. We invite you to join our growing community of strategic influencers by connecting with us at brianholmes.com. As always, if this podcast and our other resources have benefited you, be sure to share them and pass it on. Until next time, may God bless you immensely. And remember, you are created for greatness.